Yossi Ben Yehuda taught. Each Friday night, as we make our way home from synagogue, we are accompanied by two angels, one good, the other bad. Each wishes to join us at our Shabbos table. And so if we arrive home to find our house in disarray, nothing planned, everything ordinary, the bad angel triumphs and is able to proclaim, so may it be next Shabbat. But if we prepare to meet the Sabbath properly with candles lit, Kiddush and challah ready to go, and we arrive home to a festive Shabbos meal, the good angel joyously exclaims, so may it be next Shabbat. I've always loved this story, even if I haven't always been able to fulfill its ideal, because the idea that Shabbat only really happens if we make it for ourselves is compelling and true. Growing up, whether we made it to temple or not, Shabbat dinner always happened. When I was a rabbinical student, Friday night dinners were elaborate, if not elegant, affairs rotated among classmates' apartments. Even as parents of young children, we found a way, however chaotic, to do blessings with the kids. But admittedly, in recent years, it's been harder to gather everyone around the dinner table on Friday night. So these months of pandemic and slower pace, plus the fact that my kids are old enough to hold out for an 8 p.m. dinner, has brought us back around to this cherished weekly ritual. So even though, or maybe because most of us aren't making our way to or from the synagogue, it seems to me that this is a moment when it is easier than ever before to bring these angels to life. And with so much uncertainty and chaos in our country right now, a little Shabbos peace seems to be in order. Our opening song this evening, Shalom Alechem, is traditionally sung after we sit down at our Shabbat dinner tables. It was written in the 17th century, inspired by the Talmudic legend of the two angels. And it creates a framework for us to build upon when we think about how best to welcome Shabbat. The words are mostly the same from verse to verse, but the opening words of each stanza provide inspiration. Perfection is not really the goal. Instead, we can be moved to think about ways to create a sanctuary in time, one that we can truly look forward to as each week comes to an end. We begin by saying, Shalom Aleichem, peace to you, O ministering angels. But what is this peace that we're talking about? More than a greeting, Shalom Aleichem is a state of mind, one that projects kindness and openness and expects the same in return. Welcoming the angels to our table with a peaceful gathering or greeting gives us permission to clear our minds of that which troubles us and allows the routines of Shabbat to bring serenity to all who are at the table. So maybe you decide to make your Shabbat dinner table a political free zone, even if everyone agrees. Pick a topic of mutual interest, share highlights of the week, listen to some uplifting music or even sing some songs. For peace to descend, you must welcome it in. We continue, Boachem Shalom, enter in peace, O messengers of peace. So how do we entice those angels and a sense of the Sabbath into our homes? A little preparation goes a long way. Consider what Judah the Chassid wrote. The Shabbat is a bride, a queen. The Shabbat is called a delight. Therefore, we must surely make 
and take pains for the Shabbat, each person must prepare him or herself, even though they may have 100 servants. This proclamation is not meant to intimidate, but inspire. Most of us lack the time or inclination to create a gourmet feast every Friday night, so start small. Create expectations and traditions one step at a time. It may be enough to set the table a little nicer, put candles and wine and challah on the table, rather than focus on what you cannot do or do not know how to do, concentrate instead on making the experience different and special. Next, we sing, Baruchuni Shalom, bless us with peace, O messengers of peace. It's very Jewish to ask for blessings from God, but it's also very Jewish to offer blessings to and for others, and also to find a way to be that blessing for them too. How about going around the table and sharing a mitzvah that you recently performed or literally offer each other blessings? There are traditional Shabbos blessings like Eshet Chayil, a woman of valor from Proverbs, and the blessings for children, but it's also lovely to share your own blessings. When I was a little girl, this might sound a little cheesy, it's okay, it was the 70s, we would hold hands around the table, sing the blessings over the candles, wish each other a Shabbat Shalom with a kiss, and then we were able to share nice things about the person in the hot seat and honor rotated around the family from week to week. It didn't matter if I was annoyed at my brother or had gotten into a yelling match with my sister a half hour before. With the Shabbos candles lit, we were compelled to operate in a different mode, at least while we sat around the table. Sometimes we need a reminder to articulate the love and appreciation we feel for the people in our lives. We're rewarded with blessings, what either said out loud or felt in our hearts, because we have shared sweetness and goodness with others. Our last verse begins with shalom, depart in peace on messengers of peace. When our Shabbos dinner is finished, we hope it is with full bellies and full hearts, already anticipating the time when we will gather around the table again. This sweet song voices our highest aspirations, not only for Shabbat, but for our lives. Days and nights filled with peace and blessing, surrounded by those we love, nurtured and watched over by God and the ministering angels. And even though we know the sum of our reality can often look quite different, it doesn't mean we shouldn't remind ourselves and work toward that ultimate goal. The Hasidic teacher, Rabbi Shmulev Sochchov taught, all week long a person is conflicted. The body pulls in one direction, the soul in another, but on Shabbat, the power of holiness is so strong that body and soul at last make peace with one another. And for this reason, the angels bless us. That's why Shabbat is called a taste of the world to come. Is it feasible to make the words of Shalom Aleichem real? If we don't expect perfection, but invest some intention, then I say yes. Because what counts most is the effort we make to create a sense of togetherness and to recognize the holiness of the essential people in our lives. This is what ultimately inspires the angels' blessings. They're waiting for us to invite them in. So next Shabbat, as you begin making your preparations, let the thought of the legendary angels on your shoulders inspire you to create that holy hospitality that guarantees your Shabbos will truly be a taste of the world to come. Amen. Amen.